Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights here with Terry Wickstrom. We're going to do dueling questions. Thanks, sponsors. Tops Panini Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, Comc.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. So, Terry, you're a loyal listener. I really appreciate that. Hit me with your first shot. First question. Something I've heard about is the famous annual Beckett sports card collector dinner. My question is, how did that come to be an event? Good question. I think Mike Fruitman may have helped you with that question because he's been at one of those. About he, five, he has. I, I'll have to ask him about it. Five or six years ago, I just was thinking, I was trying to think about what my re-engagement in a more substantive way could be in the industry. I've got a lot of friends here. Beckett Media obviously is here. Panini's here. I wasn't seeing the guys unless an occasional show we moved to a different house that has a back house, man cave. I asked my wife, she was super supportive and, and she said, yeah, go for it. So I wound up doing two dinners. So the, the Monday night dinner would be the dinner for vintage uh, collectors and dealers, guys really into it. And then the Tuesday night dinner would be for more modern, uh, this year's cards, uh, last few years. And always tried to have between a dozen and 18 guys because that's what I can handle. I do a little barbecuing myself and I do a little bit of catering and it's a real enjoyable time with a really free form conversation. The invitations, I'm not sure how coveted they are, but a couple <laughs> people have come from out of town like Mike. And uh, it's great chemistry just to, because it's pretty good sound. So people go around the table and talk about issues. So when I decided to launch the podcast, it was partly in consultation with uh, those guys. Everybody said, yeah, you should do it. I want to know how many hours you spent on the hobby, on this industry last week. There are 168 hours in a week, and presumably you slept 40, 50, or 60 of them. But how many hours would you say you spent on sports cards last week as a typical week? Interesting question. Probably more than I should. I'd probably guess 12 to 14 hours. Probably be something in there. It doesn't seem like a, a ton, but I don't do this as a business. So when you're taking 12 to 14 hours of your spare time, I have two daughters and a wife. One of them still lives at home. She is a freshman in college and she's going for nursing. So she's pretty busy and it, seeing her is sparse at times now anyways. But the wife obviously is still the number one priority besides God and spending that time with her. It can get to the point where I'm sitting on the couch right next to her and I'll realize that I've been staring at my phone on either eBay or something for 30 minutes and haven't said a word to her. And that's something that you got to be really careful of. It's something that you can have unlimited resources financially and buy whatever you want quickly. Some people just can't run out of financial resources to buy what they want. It depends how much you want, but your time is precious. And the time with your family, the time with your kids, you got to be careful not to let any hobby, not just sports cards, get in the way of that. You've got to be sure you're giving attention to the things that matter most. And sports cards are awesome and they fill me up, but they fill me up in a way that other things can't. So I just got to realize they're secondary and make sure I'm enjoying my personal time, my devotional time, my time with my family, my wife, even more than anything else. And I, so I'd say that there's weeks I'd probably hit 20 hours. There's weeks when I'm super busy at work. I work for Pepsi. So the middle of summer, maybe I'm only doing a couple hours a week because I just don't have time. But overall, I'd say it's probably in that 10 to 15 on average. Excellent answer. I really feel like when it comes to family stuff, they're not looking to be on a budget. <laughs> for the how many hours you're going to spend with them. 100%. Uh, they want uh, first dibs. And they deserve uh, it. And, and they deserve it. But so reining in your hobby, in fact, a hobby really has to be defined. It becomes an obsession if it's uh, too much first in your life. So excellent answer. So it's your turn for asking me a question. Okay. We saw that the Nat Turner PSA acquisition happened this year. And I've heard chatter that there may be other acquisitions in the pipeline. Are there any guesses on what you think might be next as far as big industry acquisitions or mergers? 
number one, the PSA deal with Nat Turner is not a done deal. It makes a lot of sense, but a lot of things can happen on the way to the closing where there could be some price adjustments. They could be up, they could be down. Uh, sure. until the deal is closed. But it sure makes a lot of sense that Nat Turner may be able to extract greater value than some other suitor would be able to do. As far as other things, if you looked at PSA at and their valuation by a reasonable appraisal in the beginning of 2020, uh, what Nat Turner is paying is considerably more than double right. than what the company would have been worth. If your question is what other companies in the industry could be acquired for double what they're worth. The list is probably pretty long. When I was going through the process, I I never really wanted to look for a financial buyer. I wanted to look for a strategic buyer. And uh, that means not somebody just going to pay the price, but somebody that has a concept and a a goal and a vision, which I believe Nat Turner has. So if I'm any of the other medium to larger companies in our industry, if somebody came at them with a whole bunch of money, that wouldn't be as impressive as if somebody came with a bunch of money, more than what they thought they would get, and a plan for ha- being able to take their baby to the next level. I think the statement really needs to be that at outrageous prices, everything's in play. For sure. I don't know that my company would have been for sale back a long, long time ago before I sold because I wasn't ready to sell. But the time to sell sometimes when people want to pay outrageously high prices. And we, the, the future's uncertain. In a sense. But Nat Turner, he could not be done. He's a fan of BGS. There's a whole bunch of them out there. Yeah, most of his collection seems to be BGS. The other thing is brand extensions. Once you've got that brand name, which there are a number of entities in our industry, then you can build on that as a platform. So I see PSA, the news for 2021, if that deal goes down, it may not be other acquisitions as much as expansion of PSA into some of these other areas that have proven fruitful. So. Interesting. It sounds like you're successful, happy, and 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 all that stuff. But if somebody in the industry said, Terry, we've been looking far and wide uh, for somebody with your talents. We want to hire you. We're going to double your salary, uh, give you all these other perks, and uh, we're going to pay moving expenses, or maybe we'll let you uh, stay in, in Colorado. What would that job look like? What would you be excited about doing at a card company Is there any particular card company or any kind of a job that you think, wow, if I could be the guy, if I could be Scott Prusha and deal with the players and all that kind of stuff? First of all, yeah, obviously there's a price for everything, but the key thing you said would be stay in Colorado. Gosh, I love this place. Assuming I could stay here for Pepsi, I'm in logistics and kind of analysis. I do a lot of that for them. I'd really love to do that same kind of work for a card company. I could be the young, rich client. I, I love numbers. I love digging through that kind of stuff. I would love going through sales data going, this really drove this product. We could add this feature, this product, add it to that product, do that kind of stuff for them. That's something that would really keep me ticking and make me happy. Also, another thing is the go-to-market strategies that some of them have are not the way I would probably do them. I've got a lot of that experience with bringing things to market through Pepsi. I think I could help some of these companies that are newer to the game, such as Panini. They're an old company. But they're pretty new to sports cards here in America. And I think there could be some things that we could tweak and do a lot better. That's an excellent answer, Terry. I, I don't know if you're going to get some phone calls. It's not as <laughs> if there aren't uh, logistical issues and problems in our industry opportunities. Okay. As a player collector, I've heard the news of eBay having this new shipping option where they're going to be able to ship things for as low as a buck. I'm excited about that, thinking maybe there'll be some of those oddball Todd Heltons that people just don't look, throw up there. And there's something that they, I'd really want and I'd pay for them. I'm curious if you think that when they do that, if that's going to flood eBay with more cards, and if it does, is it going to hurt places like ComC or other things that compete for the lower end? ComC is one of the sponsors. I think that it's going to affect ComC positively. ComC also is one of the largest 
customers of eBay. Cards that are on Com C, a lot of them are on eBay. And so yep, I think everything over seventy five cents. It gets bumped up to seventy five cents, but still, I don't think it's a game changer. I think it's a game improver. It puts eBay in a better situation, which is the reason they did it. I've mailed a lot of stuff in my life, and sports cards. How come they're the only ones that get lost in the mail? <laughs> <laughs> so the tracking is a big deal, and and to make it easier and to clean things up. Again, you're known as a Todd Helton guy. If you what you don't want is this card to be sent to you, and and you, you never got it, and, it, and it's in limbo, and, and maybe it's lost. As a player collector. Even if the card is under 20 bucks is what they're recommending for this. That doesn't mean it's still not a fabulous card that's tough to find that you want in your collection. If I mail something and the person says they don't have it, if it's sports cards, I'm suspecting something bad. And that's unfortunate. So if this helps clean up the reputation of our industry and scares off people that have been doing some inappropriate stuff, then that's a step in the right direction. Because the only thing that's going to derail this hobby that we both love from being the greatest is scamming and illegal stuff and frustrations like that. Hats off to eBay and the Postal Service for aggressively providing a service that's ultimately, I'm very happy about And ComC is going to figure it out and and all these others are going to figure it out. We can only do it through eBay, but ComC is on eBay. So I think they'll benefit. You can never justify to your family that you only spent 10 hours on your hobby. They, They have to come first. What I tell people is that when you're at work, you're at work. When you're at home, you're at home. But if you're at work and the phone rings and it's your family, you stop working and you concentrate on your family. If it's an emergency, you excuse yourself and go home. If it's not, you say, we'll deal with it when I get back home. But when you get back home, you don't say, hey, I can't deal with that right now. I got to work some cards. I got to look at Todd Elton cards. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome wife. Compares in the right way. She's comparing this pastime that we both enjoy to other pastimes that are less wholesome. (laughs) (laughs) So she sees that it gives me enjoyment. It gives other people enjoyment. There's nothing illegal about it. There's nothing immoral, unethical. I'm very blessed that my wife's supportive and yeah, it's awesome. I'd love for her to be in the hobby, I think. And then I'm like, no, never mind. I don't want her to be, (laughs) but there's times when you need your own thing. But there's times when I feel like, yeah, I mean, it'd be fun to share this with her. And she's a graphic artist by nature. So we get to share a lot of that stuff where I'm like, hey, look at these cool cards. And she's like, who would make a card so ugly? Like, why would they do this? And, and then other ones that she's like, well, why don't you like these cards? Those cards are done so well. And then I'm like, yeah, but they're only worth a dime. The other thing my wife really likes is that as she's met over the years, the guys in the industry, but it's mostly guys. She also likes that. That is not a lot of women, right. but the guys are generally really good guys. Because when I have these dinners, you're going to have people on your property that she doesn't know them all. She's, you trust these guys. And, and Terry, you can't just say, I trust them because they're a collector. No, but no. I, I probably 90% think I'm going to trust them. But most of the people I know, and or they know somebody else, Mike Fruitman. I, I didn't know Mike had been to one of your dinners, so yeah. I go to his shop at least once a week. I'm going to ask him about it. Two years ago, yeah. yeah he came down. and uh, He's a great guy. He's the life of the party guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's a party guy for sure, yeah. A little different than me in that way. but he's, Yeah, uh, I brought him in because he's a professional bouncer. <laughs> that, that's true. His shop now is open 10 to 6. Yeah. But I remember when I first got back into it, he was open 10 to 10, I think, or something crazy like that. And he worked the whole thing by himself. And the only time he would get help in there is when he was doing that night job at the concerts or the Nuggets games. He'd have someone cover for him. And he scaled it back, thankfully, where he's just 10 to 6 now and obviously hasn't done any many concerts or Nuggets games recently. Yeah. But but yeah, he, he's busy. No fans to bounce right now. 